Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy. Do it for Hip Hop Podcast, episode 98. It's good to be back on the Miggity 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 mic. Before we get started and before I bring my artists in the indie artist spotlight, I do got to give a rest in peace shot, shout out to Biz Markey, one of the greats, DJ, father, pioneer for hip hop culture. We're going to miss you, bro. I had an opportunity to meet you at the DJ event in Philly a few years back. Shout out to DJ Cash Money, shout out to DJ Jazzy Jeff and everybody in the, in the city and across the world that's been giving love to DJ Bismarcky. Artists, you know, one of the first artists of Cold Chillin' Records. Shout out to Big Daddy Kane, LL Cool J, everybody that's representing for Bismarcky. We gonna miss you, bro. Most definitely. Now, let's get to the indie artist spotlight. I got Jovi the guy in the building representing Chicago, Illinois. You know, home of Yeezy, home of Little Dirt, home of Chief Keith, home of the drill. It's the one and only Jovi the God. And you know what it is, man. Jovi the God, man. The Rebirth album is out right now, streaming on all platforms. Make sure y'all go tap into that. Can't nobody dropping soon. Tap into that, man. Bugsy, what's popping? We what's doing up, it for hip hop, baby. You, you know what know. it is. Listen, so this interview and this episode has been like four or five months in the making. Yeah. I do want to start off with that. And I want to give a big shout out to Sauce Media Entertainment and your woman sure and how it all came about. Tell the people yeah. how you found do it for hip hop podcast. Hey yo, so like um I dropped the rebirth album September eleventh, you know, uh 2020 during the pandemic. And um it instantly everybody in the neighborhood was going crazy. Everybody in Chicago was going crazy. And I was on a crazy podcast run, right? Okay. I'm hitting all the podcasts. I'm doing three, four podcasts a week. And um I'm like, you know what? I, I need to expand. Right. I need to I need to I need to touch other lands and and she's like well well let's mm -hmm. go down south right and I'm like I don't think down south gonna really receive this because <laughs> this is this is bars and metaphors bars, and yeah. you know what I'm saying this is real yeah, rap no shade to the south no shade to the south we but love I'm like I, yeah we love y'all Atlanta I love you you know what I'm saying Memphis I love you but um I'm like this this brand of what I'm pushing mm -hmm. I need to be on the east right. you know what I'm saying more and she and she started looking into you know podcast that was like you know hip hop driven yeah. you know what I'm saying and when when she started doing that yours was the first one that came up you know what I'm saying salute salute to that to my team man I love y'all definitely team strong you That's know what I'm right. saying and um mm -hmm. you know she reached out and we've been in communication and shit you know yeah. what I'm saying things happen bumps in the road mm -hmm. life you know what I'm saying but uh we we stayed thorough and you know now we here right fact you already know all right so let's start off with the rebirth and mm -hmm. I want you to start off with the title title track. Because the title track basically brings everything, all the nuts and bolts together. Definitely. So tell me about the rebirth and how did that first single come about? Okay, so um, the rebirth album is, you know, that's my work of art. You know what I'm saying? That's my baby beside my babies. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. the title track, the rebirth, was because I just felt like I got a bar where I'd be like, Jovi the God, the freestyle bully is back. I'm where the Carhartt, Tim Boot, and Hoodies is at. I'm hard body because it's too many goofies in rap. And this is the rebirth, so what's fucking with that? 
feel me? And mm. I just felt like, I just felt like, you know, yeah. ain't enough hard body niggas out here. You right. know, niggas coming out with these intros, they ain't, you know, they don't make you, they don't give you that feeling no more. Like, you know, that yeah. edge, you know. Like the and, prelude, Jay-Z. Yeah, yes, you know what I'm saying? Or a couple, saying? or the Dynasty, dynasty intro. intro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like something or like Beanie that. Or Beanie Siegel, joints. The Becoming. Yes, you see what I'm saying? And um, right. back in the day, you know, like back in, and it's, it's, it's you know, the stars align. It's blessings that I'm here on 98 because 98 to me is like the prime year of rap. You know what I'm saying? It's like the pinnacle. Oh <laughs> we, bro, it's, it is Lord 98. Have mercy, Lord bro. have mercy. So many albums. You know <laughs> so what I'm saying? Many. But um, it's like um, I just felt like I wanted to bring back that essence. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where people will take a head off. You know, that's mm-hmm. why I, the freestyle bully, I used to freestyle all day when I back in 98, 99. Mm-hmm. I would just come in a session and I'm just freestyling. I'm taking your head off. I'm right, going. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted people to feel that pressure. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this ain't no game. I want That's straight right. out the door. I'm kicking in the door. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's too many goofies in rap. <laughs> yo, I want to stay on freestyles. Okay. Because in hip hop recently, we seen two freestyles that I thought was pretty garbage. Okay. Fabio, garbage. Garbage. Tory Lane's garbage. Garbage. And I think that I think a lot of times when people hear bars or they hear raps, they get caught up. But if you really sit back and listen and, and to what down. they really saying, they yeah. not really saying nothing. No. no. So also, shout out to Cassidy. He kind of like put Tory Lanez on blast because yeah. he basically stole some of his bars. bars. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts of the art of freestyling and how it changed from 98 to now? Right. So um, first and foremost, I'm going to say... I don't think a lot of the freestyles that they label as freestyles are freestyles. Facts. I I, I truly believe pre-written. Yes. You know what Pre, I'm saying? Premeditated. Premeditated. You know right. what I'm saying? Which I'm not gonna take that away from anybody. We're mm-hmm. just gonna say that right. first and foremost. Back in the day, I think they were really freestyling. When they came up to the studios or whatever, mm-hmm. they was off the top and they was going crazy. One. Two, I think it's a huge lost art where they don't feel like freestyling is a part of this game, but it's part of the essence of hip hop. And if you as claim to be an MC, a rapper, a, the GOAT, the whatever in this game, and mm-hmm. you can't go in there and at least give me eight bars off the top, not having to go in your phone or go, you know what I'm saying? I feel like you, 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 you're not, I feel like you don't have, and then that goes back to the rebirth with the full respect of the game. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm hard body. I'm where the Tim boot, the Carhartts, and the hoodies is at. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. on the corner. We smoking a doobie and we rapping. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Type a of cipher shit. or got a, a, a cipher. A real cipher. cipher. A real cipher. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like, man, hey, put your pen down sometimes because you you never know. Right. You never know when you go get tested. You know. Fact. We in the room. We know. Yeah. Nah, we know. Right. We know. <laughs> I don't know if these other niggas know. But we know. These young boys don't know. They need to be school. Yeah. But I do want to go right to this is hip hop and that's yeah. what hip hop is. MCing. Yeah. Breakdancing, graffiti. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those are the put some of the pillars. So Definitely. talk about this is hip hop. So this and is what you was trying to convey in that joint. This is hip hop uh was really an homage to all of the rappers who came before me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um right. everybody who paved the way, you know what I'm saying? Like from the DMXs, the Rock Kims, the EPMDs, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Scarfaces, you know, like man. don't and don't don't ever overlook common sense, man. Oh, common my sense God. is they a hip hop legend, it. Chicago. Yes, you know what I'm saying? That's like, facts, bro. and so I wanted to first and foremost tell them, give them their flowers. Some here, some not here. You know, yeah. uh, I want to give them their flowers and let them know, you know, that I love everything that they brought to the game because yeah. I incorporate all of those styles in the way that I rap now. You know what I'm saying? And then, um. 
Like that last verse is just pretty much telling them, you know, how long I've been doing. I've been doing this for 20 years. You know, I'm 38. I've been I started doing it when I was 17, like for real. You know Man. what I'm saying? And so, you know, I, yeah, I was doing it, and then yeah. I, I pushed it to the back burner. Mm-hmm. You know, life settles in on you. Right. You know, you got to live. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I'm I'm reborn in rap under the same essence and pretense that I came in from the beginning. You know, under that same respect and same bylaws and same guidelines. You know, no, that's I ain't, right. I'm not. You coming, never wavered. I'm not going to waver. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to waver. I, I, everybody gives me so. Why don't you make a record like this? No, 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 mm-hmm. because this is hip hop. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and this is the essence and this is what I'm doing it for. So I'm going to stay true to my core and that's why I dropped that song. Like, we staying true to the core, man. We bringing real hip-hop back. That's dope. Yeah. Now, I want to ask you because women sometimes look at hip-hop differently. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your woman, your woman, mm-hmm. might say, you know what, King? You know, I want you to change the game. Right. I know you want to keep the essence, but women don't look at it yeah. like how like, we looking at it. How does your, your woman look at it? Do she want you to stay true to your core yeah. or she wants you to waver and try to get a hit record? Right. And so with me, and I understand demographics and I also understand audience. Right. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. don't know every everybody don't want to hear you take somebody's head off. Right. And so that's why I start to write a record like Bonnie and Clyde. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's a record about black love. You know what I'm saying? I got a female rapper on there goes by the name of A. Renee. A. Renee. A. Renee. Shout out to A. Renee. And um, you know what I'm saying? That that record is strictly about black love. It's about Mm -hmm. you got a chick on your side and she's there for you through whatever. And and she got a nigga on her side. You know what I'm saying? There through whatever. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like like that song is so important and impactful for our community and the dynamics that are in our between man and black man and black woman in our community. And that song is for the women. And then I also, you know, got Can't Nobody, you know, and I'm writing these records. So when you hear somebody singing on my record, that's me. I wrote that and then I told them sing, Can't nobody love you better. Mm. I don't sing, but I can write it. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I make the I make records like Can't Nobody, you know, it which is which is more melodic, more sexy, right. you know, more mature. And that's for, you know, the the other demographic. But again, it's all real talk though. This is all true stories. So definitely. I understand. I want to stay on Bonnie and Clyde, and I want to ask you, okay. with the dynamic of a black man and a black woman in 2021, yeah. a lot of black men complain about how black women treat black men yeah. and put them down, and yeah. we're already under the eight ball because we're dealing with racism. And we're dealing with we deal mm-hmm. being public enemy number one. Do you feel the right. black woman is constantly on the black man and never lifts him up? Do you um, do you get that? Or do you get yeah, it? Or it's okay. different for you? So it's... Mm, it's it's different parallels, so I get I get both sides of the spectrum. You okay. know what I'm saying? Because right. you know I I've just dealt with women. You know what I'm saying in my lifetime. You right. know, and I get both sides of the the spectrum. A lot of times, black women present themselves harder and tougher. You know what I'm saying in this day and age. Okay. And and I tell a lot of people, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, it's a lot of pillars in our community that got knowledge. Honorable Minister Farrakhan, you know what I'm saying, got a lot of knowledge, and he. He do a lot of talking about the dynamics between black man and black woman. Okay. And what we got to understand is that the, that our women have been cultured by society to act a certain way towards us. Mm. It started in the 60s and the 70s during okay. the civil rights movement. The civil rights movement was about black families coming together, marching against the man. Mm-hmm. During the civil rights movement, they gave women the feminist movement, which was a white woman's movement, but they incorporated black women in it. And, and through that feminist movement, they separated the black family. 
So the white woman who was the farm woman on the pl- on the farm mm-hmm. whose husband left, right. she got all the same subsidies as the same black woman who was in the projects, except one thing. The black woman in the projects couldn't have the man at home. Right. Because if the man's at home, guess what? They'll take your Section 8. They'll take your food stamps. But the white woman who had the subsidies on the farm, the man could stay there. So she can get the Section 8. She can get so it was so it was systematic. And then what they also did was they said instead of okay, so we, what we're gonna do is we're gonna empower the you know they they gave us crack. We ain't gotta talk about the crack epidemic. Right. And we ain't gotta talk about how they did us. But that affected black men greatly, right? Yes. And so during that same time, they gave uh, they gave women this empowerment over men. They said, well, if he can't give you a house, I'm gonna give you a house. If he can't feed you, I'm gonna feed you. If he getting money and he don't want to give you the money, we'll take the money. You know what I'm saying? So we'll, we'll get, and now they're empowered. And then they also gave them these ideologies of, I don't need a man. I'm independent. Can you pay my bills? You, you see what I'm saying? Right. And it's in the music too. It's in the music. And Especially it's in, the, it's the mainstream. In the, and it's in the narrative. And then they gave the vision of niggas ain't shit. Mm-hmm. These black men ain't going to never be there. Right. You know, so they ran with that narrative and a lot of women have indoctrinated that. Now I will say this. There are an abundance of women out there because you got to understand it's more of them out there than it is us. Right. A lot of us locked up, cracked out, out, a homo. Right. Pause. I don't got no problem against y'all. Pause. Yeah, pause. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know, but you know, it's a lot of them out there. You know, that's real. the word. Hey. And shout out to Run, Run DMC, DMC too. Pause. Like, that's yeah, my that's shit. That. Rest in peace to JMS yeah, and Jay. But Pause was my shit back in the day. Mm-hmm. I used to love that fucking song, bro. Real talk. <laughs> but, uh, pause. And yeah. they they doctored that song that that lingo like people think Dame Dash because Dame Harlem was one of the first niggas that said pause. Yeah, they was running. But no, nigga, that shit came from Queens. Queens. But go ahead, it definitely did. You know what I'm saying? And so once they gave them that narrative and they empowered the women to be the way that they are mm-hmm. now, you know. But like I said, it's a lot. Of, it's an, it's another side of the spectrum. It's a lot of good women out there who was who's looking for a man who is you know consistent. You know who communicates. Mm-hmm. You know who they feel can actually lead them right. because they want to be led. They you want know security. They want security. That's mm-hmm. what they want. They want right. to feel safe. Right. They want to feel, you know. And so I think we play a huge part in the letdown of them. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you. You know because I of, agree. of certain things that we do. You know it leaves them vulnerable. You know. So now we leaving them vulnerable with all the ideologies that they got. You know so it's like a double bubble. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So how can they get past all of these thoughts that's been indoctrinated into them since they was little girls? Right. You don't need no man. And you can be all their life, right? Right. But but they know they need one. A lot of them ain't got no daddy, so they don't they don't see the vision of this is what, you know, not, you know, they call uh masculinity toxic. They want to say toxic masculinity. No. Well, guess what? Masculinity mm. can never be toxic when it's in the man. You right. know what I'm saying? Because that's what a man needs. He needs to be masculine. Right. He And when you're masculine, you're making sure and clear decisions. You know, you're communicating. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you Everything with you is grounded. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because you in tune with your mas- masculinity, right. you know? And um, I think it's a, it's just a double spectrum. You know, I'm not knocking sisters. I love my sisters. I do you know too, what I'm saying? Man. I love I, a black it's, sister. It's nothing like it's a black woman. It's nothing like a black woman. And when she supports it's you, it's nothing like the uplifting that she can give to you. You know, the encouragement and the, you know, because we have some shitty ass days, bro. We do. Some days, our days are just hard as hell. Like, 
Yeah, man. I'm being warped. out on that world, man. Yes, you being know what I'm saying. Being out on that world, man. And, and, and especially in the music, industry. especially in this industry right here. You know what I'm saying? It is very to- uh, draining. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And taxing. Mm-hmm. And you know the pats on the back, and uh, you know you can do this and you can do that, and those things are oh. very essential. And, and also with the nurturing of our children and the nurturing of our bodies, because that's what they're responsible for. You know, black the the woman has the power of life in her hand. You know what I'm saying? Because she 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 nurtures our children and she nurtures, nurtures us. us. You know fact, what I'm saying? Man. So she got the power of life. Bonnie, and, Bonnie and Clyde, man. Bonnie and Clyde, man. <laughs> Listen, man. Can't go wrong with that. I want to change gears here. Okay. So I know you've been doing a little bit of acting. Yeah. And yeah. this word has become an epidemic mm-hmm. for our lingo. Mm-hmm. Ops. Everything is ops. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, we didn't have ops. We didn't. Now. Did Ops come from Chicago? It did. Okay. I had a feeling, yeah. but I just wanted to double check because you're from Chicago. Yeah. That's so tell Chicago, me about yeah. this movie that you got coming out, I, Ops the Movie, and you have a major role in it. Yeah. So Ops the Movie, it was shot in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, basically, the movie is in the vein of, you know, Menace to Society. It's one of those hood flicks, right? Okay. You'll see a lot of, you know, crazy things going on. I play the character of Blade. He's like uh, the older friend of the shorties who getting into all the shit. You know mm. what I'm saying? But he like the real street nigga. He like the like everybody fuck with him, but don't nobody fuck with him. You what? know what I'm saying? Type. Okay. Yeah, he get like Omar on on the wire. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He moving like that. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. um, you know, basically we're gonna be getting into some crazy shit, but at the end of the the end of the movie and the basis of the story is to let it slide. You know, like a lot of things that's been going on in real life, not just the movie, in real life, mm-hmm. it's over stuff that happened five, ten, twelve. 20, 30 years ago. Right. And we not letting that shit slide. We holding it to our chest. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I see him, I'm on the op. Right. You know what I'm saying? Over something that happened four years ago with mm-hmm. your man and him, right. you ain't have nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? And we all caught up in this little web, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because we not letting it slide. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, I like that. Yeah. And that's let the- it that's, Let it slide. And it's an acronym- um, shout out to Aaron Williams and Reggie Morgan, the um, directors and writers of that movie. Mm-hmm. It's an acronym. I'm not going to fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? But it slide is, is definitely an acronym that they're doing. And it's a program that they got in Baton Rouge that they're doing with the youth. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's, it's shit, very, very impactful. And when does the movie come out? The movie going to come out in October. As um, soon as they get it, I'm going to do my own little premieres too. We're going to go We gonna go crazy with this movie. It's going to be on Tubi, Netflix, um, Amazon Prime, Paramount, you know, uh, Aaron Williams, he, he he big. He was CBS. He do a lot of, um, he did Best Man Holiday. He did okay. the Little Richard story. You know what I'm saying? So, Damn. Yeah, he did the Little Richard story. Yeah, wow. the Little Richard story. That, that was him. was a beast, man. That was yeah. a good joint, man. Yeah, the, one that, the, the joint that came on BET. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He that did that. So, so definitely it's going to be a really good look. I want to stay at the Ops, man, because okay. it's been a lot. Like, Chicago is just always in the news for the, such yeah. bad News. Yeah, I'm glad you're touching on this. So, first, I want to touch on Little Dirt. You know, we all know that he was just surrounded. He got, you know, home invasion. He, luckily, he was able to get out of it. Yeah. But it's just been an ongoing cycle with his brother being killed about two weeks ago, yeah. King Vaughn being killed not too long ago, yeah. and then FD Duck. F, am uh, I saying? FBG Duck. FBG, FBG Duck. Yeah. And the girl that was 15 was a sniper. Right. Allegedly, King Vaughn killed her. And there's a whole bunch of FBI evidence that said that he did. What's your feelings on it? It's just like it's never ending. And they keep talking about smoking on Tukey. So 
Yeah. You got to bring me to Chicago, bro, because I'm from Philly. Yeah. I hear a lot of things, but yeah. I'd be so, it'd be so many questions and so many gaps, gaps. that yeah. people from Philly or people just in general might not know. And maybe yeah. you can shed light on it because you're from Chicago. Yeah. And so, um, really, like, um, I'll be just, I just, I, you know, I pray for them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I yeah. pray for all of them right. every day. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because it's, and not just those artists that you're talking about. I'm talking about actual games. That's talking, really I'm they don't about, rap. I'm talking about people like Kayla Williams, the the, the seven year old who was shot in the McDonald's parking lot while rest she was with peace. rest in yeah, peace while she that. was with her while she was with her, her dad. dad. Right. You see what I'm saying on yeah. a on a visitation time. They right. trying to whack him, but they whack her. It's those people that I pray about every day. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 the, and the shit is real, bro. It's it's real. Now I'm gonna tell you this: they over glorify it because it's in the music and it's in the numbers now. Right, but the numbers are never gonna lie. Jay Z, men lie, women lie. Numbers don't, don't lie. lie. So you can go look up the, the statistics. In '89, it was 500 murders a year. In 2019, it was 500 murders a year. You know, like it's real true. You know, gang violence and it's a problem out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so now let's touch on each individual subject. The Tuka kid, you know, he was a kid, bro, and they killed him. That was probably 12 years ago. And they still talking about it. And they still talk about it as if it happened yesterday. You and that's what, what you was just speaking. Let, it, Let slide. it slide. Let it slide. So we still going over that. You know what I'm saying? Um, some of these hits, they they orchestrated hits, bro. They wow. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, so FBG Duck, right? He was killed coming out of a expensive store on the Gold Coast. So I don't know like what neighborhoods. I had never been in Philly. It's my first time. Shout out to Philly. I love it here. But um, like just say for instance, you was in North Philly. Or where, West Philly, where the where the where the Gucci store is at. Oh shit! This talk, talking about um. So well, we got a fashion district now that got some dope stores, but yeah, like I don't like, think they got Gucci though. Like, like I'm saying, but whatever, whatever the, with, with the downtown, highest, downtown, downtown, with the highest Philly. fashion and all Near that. Where you stand? Yeah, you feel me? This dude is coming out of the Gold Coast, broad daylight, like around the time you just hit me up, lights out, it's sunny outside, right. and then whack him in front of the store, straight shootout. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, some crazy, of this, bro. yeah, some of this stuff is like really, really, really crazy, you know? And, um, I just, like I said, bro, I just pray for them, man, yeah. because it's for real, man. They really live, they really, you know, battling these, these demons yeah. from the past. Yes. yes. It's from the past, man. And if we can get past it, so many people that get shot, just, just meaningless people who are just around at the time, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's this one kid, bro. Um, he's coming out of the county jail. Oh, it just happened. They shoot this man sixty-four times in front of the county jail. They let but off. that's the part. Like, okay, how do so you get a wit? Orchestrated. Like, this is orchestrated. But how don't nobody catch them guys? That's right in front, front of, of the jail. Like, how does that even happen? Because it is orchestrated, bro. It is by design. The honorable Elijah Muhammad right. a long time ago said the coast gonna cave in, mm. and Chicago gonna be the mecca. The coast gonna cave in. Mm-hmm. Chicago gonna be the mecca. They gonna all have to run. This honorable Elijah Muhammad, look it up. The coast gonna cave in. They gonna all have to run to Chicago. They gonna have to come back here to the mecca. You understand? <laughs> think about think about the Chill, weather. Man, think true. about the weather and how hard stuff right. is hitting. On, right. Mm-hmm. So where we where do we need to start this? Where do we need to start this little thing that we gonna do to these Negroes? Right. We need to start it where they the strongest at in the mecca. Chicago. We need to start it in Chicago in the mecca. 
the mecca of everything comes from Chicago. Nation of Islam, from Chicago. Gangster Disciples, from Chicago. If you think you're a Crip, you will guess what? You're a Gangster Disciple because the Crip started as Gangster Disciples. Hoover Crips, that was the first Crip. Right. Gangster Disciples, Larry Hoover. If you were blood, you started at, uh, under Jeff Fort. Jeff Fort started Piru. Jeff Fort is from Chicago, Black Peacestone Nation. You know what I'm saying? It's the mecca of everything. You see what I'm saying? The FBI been the FBI been out there for a long time. You know what I'm saying? How you think they how you think they got Hampton? You know what I'm saying? Fred Hampton. Yeah, Yeah. we just seen the movie. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, it's all by design, bro. Everything that they doing in Chicago is by design. You know, and they they tricked those kids that are rapping out there into rapping about what they rapping about. It all started with Lil Jojo. Jojo was a little thirteen year old. Mm-hmm. He came out with a song, BDK. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and this is where all of this started from. That was 20 years ago, almost. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, bro, I just pray for everybody that's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of the main reasons why I was like, you know, let me get up out of Chicago. Because yeah, I was just about to ask you, is that why you left Chicago? Yeah, because I didn't want, you know, my baby son to be exposed to that dynamic. You know, I wanted right. him to be able to live you know, free. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't, I, you know, it, it, the threat wasn't so much for me, you know. It was but for your son. Yeah, for him to be safe. Right. For him to be, to live in a, you know, a safe environment. You know what I'm saying? Where everything is slowed down. You know, where everything is at a, you know, because we from the city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you're in the country, it's a, it's a slower pace. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I just wanted him to be able to experience that and not have to worry about going to school as a seven-year-old and Shorty got a pole on them. The other Shorty got a pole on them. Y'all walk out the door, it's 16-year-olds. They all got poles on them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You can't go nowhere. Everywhere right. you go, it's a shooting. Everywhere you go, it's something going on. You know, and I, I just wanted him to be safe from that. And mm-hmm. then, like I said, all the treachery around me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? From shit happening to everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, eventually, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come to me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's all around me. It's, it's everywhere. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So... Plus, I want to live free too, man. I don't, I want to be able to go into the store, buy me some cigars. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have to walk everywhere with a gun on me. You know right. what I'm saying? Put the guns down, man. man. Yeah, pick up a mic or something, yeah, man. Pick get up some a mic. turntables, man. You know what I'm saying? Go, go get a girlfriend. Go, go get, get a, a wife. Hey, look, go get <laughs> like, a tr- go get a trade, man. Learn how to use your hands, man. Fix right. on a, fix on something, man. Learn how to box. Real talk. Be the next Floyd. You know real, what I'm saying? Real, man. There's so many opportunities for y'all out here, man. For real. Y'all killing us off. Thanks. Yeah. So now I want to talk about your tour you got coming up. You yes, got sir. something coming up with King Louie. Shout out to King Louie because he yep. actually experienced some violence himself. Yeah. And when I seen that, his story was crazy. He was yeah. on ABC talking about how he's trying to change his life. Yeah. And it's crazy when you're trying to be positive and change your life, it still comes, it comes to you. Yes. That was why I left. I'm telling you. Yeah. Shout out to King Louie. I think King Louie really is the originator of Drill, in my opinion. Really? Yes. Over Chief Keith? Yes, Chief Chief Keith is after Louis. Keith is after Louis. What? Yes, Keith. I got it. Yo, that's Keith. crazy to me that you said that, bro. Yeah, Keith. Because we had a debate about this. Yeah. Like I be having debates, bro, and yeah. we be talking about like that Keith, drill. Keith music. is Keith is the one who just took it to the next level. When Kanye did the Don't Like, mm-hmm. it just everything was crazy after that when he remixed the Don't Like. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But Louis was before him. You know what I'm saying? Louis. But was, nobody really took the Louis. Just us and just us in our area. But it didn't hit national. It didn't hit national. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't national then. You know? Wow. So. But some people say Waka Flocka really originated Drew. 
what you think about that? No. You know what I'm saying? Waka Flocka, <laughs> Waka Flocka, uh, Waka Flocka style is uh, totally different than what we was talking about. You okay. know what I'm saying? What, yeah. the, what them young boys was talking about up there? Yeah. Man, famine them was going crazy. You know what I'm okay. saying? I, I, I feel what Waka Flocka was doing, but that was still some down south crunk type shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We was, t- we was really talking about getting yeah. active. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Our music, we getting active. You know what I'm saying? It was, yeah. we put fear in niggas. Right. You know, some of Waka Flocka joints, y'all just jumping around the club or, you know what I'm saying? Doing all that. Girl, mm-hmm. away. You look, ma, no hands, all that. Yeah, that was cool. Nah, we wasn't on that. We That's that shit I don't like. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. We up in there like, we about to tear this bitch up. <laughs> 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 Ain't nobody making it out. <laughs> hey, but I love drill music, though. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the voice of the younger generation of actually what they experiencing every day. You know what I'm saying? And what they life is I like. I totally agree. You that's why they call Lil Dirk the voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's it's what what we they experience it, man. They live in it. Now let's so little dirt. Let me ask you a question about him. So mm-hmm. where did, where you see his future? Because to me, bro, honestly, the way it's going, it just seemed like his life is every day is in danger. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I would just pray that you know I would just pray for him every day, man. Um, yeah. You know, at this point, you gotta tighten up your circle. Mm-hmm. You gotta tighten up how you move and your at. security. You know what I'm saying? Because at this point in your career, you know you about to take the transition. Right. You really have you already, already made did it because you got a song with Drake yeah. that went bananas. bananas. You know so I thought after that, and now you got the summer anthem with Baby. Right. You got the summer anthem. And y'all right about now. to go on tour, and you just was in Philly, and I'm just like, man, it's like crazy. It's like what? Like I just feel like they don't want to let it go, bro. They not. Um, they I don't like, want to let it go. I feel like they not. I feel like everybody is a target. So it's a reason why Keith in California. You know what I'm saying? It's a reason why Keith live in California. Right. I don't. I don't, I don't understand like why Dirk went to Atlanta. Right. Because Atlanta ain't filled with nothing but niggas from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Facts. At, Atlanta is filled with people from Chicago, bro. I, 20, 30 people I know out there right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know why he went there. Yeah. I could. I, well, I can understand the move on music. You know, music wise, but not safe wise. Yes. You right. know what I'm saying? And and right now, you know, I would just pray that, you know, he'll play it safe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might need to get some of them FOI boys around you. You know what I'm saying? Fruit, yeah, like, the why they don't be doing the, that? Because that's what know, Michael Jackson, Jackson did. He, he stayed with the fruit around he him. He stayed with the fruit with him. Yep. yep. And, the moment, with him. and the moment he ain't have him no more. You that's when they, weird that, shit start to happen. Yes. Yes. Facts. Yes, bro. But when the fruit was around, Randall, he was untouchable. He was. He was he untouchable. Was. He was buying up masters and the he white folks fucking, wanted him so was bad. He mad as shit, bro. Yeah. What I want to ask you, though, is I want to get the verses. Okay. Now, I think this is probably going to be one of the best verses we ever seen. Yes. Dipset versus the locks. Yes. Now, it's hard for me to come up with a straight answer uh. because, bro, <laughs> growing up. I know. We 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 are the streets, you know. Money, power, yes. respect. Yes. Shout out to Jada Styles and fucking Sheep. Yes, but Dipset, bro, they yes. got so, so much. much. And then if they go Dipset on, if yep. they go Diplomatic Immunity on yeah. them, it's gonna be a problem. One or two. Yeah. It's like where are these niggas gonna go? Yeah. And then they might get cam go Cameron solo shit. Yeah, it's so much shit. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that battle? Like, so um. You know, lyrically, of course, you know where that lies. Yeah, you know, it's the locks. It's the man. locks. You know, the lyrically, locks, that's, <laughs> lyrically, that shit is, you know, that's a no-brainer. 
But Dipset got so much shit. Like, don't sleep on Jim Jones. You know what I'm saying? And oh when Jimmy started doing some of the records. Jim Jones? <laughs> I told niggas, bro, when he dropped that El Capo album, yes. I felt like that was one of the best, best albums, albums that, that came year, out that, that year. year. It was. And it was it definitely was. the best album that came out in New York. Yeah, fire. Definitely fire that year. You know what I'm saying? Shout so out to Heat don't, Makers. Don't, don't sleep on Jimmy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then they can go into the Jewels. You know, there's so much they can do. They got so many mixtape classic anthems, bro. It can get ugly for the locks in there. It can, man. Because <laughs> I'm saying, though, like, like, so tell me, like, after a couple verses, right, mm-hmm. where's she going to go? <laughs> what's she gonna do what they gonna do with she I don't know what she gonna do man at the money power and respect what's she gonna do they better hold that to the end I'm just Yo, being shout real. Shout out to Sheik, man. That's my man. But that first, no, Gorilla, what's Gorilla, Shout out to uh, Sheik. But that first album he dropped, I think it was on Koch Records. Koch Records, yeah. That like Gorilla was, or something. Yeah. I can't remember that. That joint Gorilla, was dope. Yeah. That joint was yeah. super yeah. dope, bro. Yeah, it was. It, it was. was. It was. But he ain't got no hits that he could do on verses. They got 20 songs. <laughs> Give me 20 from the locks right now. They got... Look, they better do. They better start doing some of that bad boy shit like they when got they did to. Mariah Carey, Honey, have, and shit like that. They have to. They gotta do that. They shit. have to. They, they have gotta no choice do it. because people that's watching it gonna be. They go. People that's watching it gonna know Dipset. They gonna know all the songs when they start doing them. But mm-hmm. you know the locks can start drying up. You right. Know? Start drying up in a little while. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say the locks, but it's a hard for me to say it, and I feel like Dipset. Is might might be coming behind and just sneak up on them. Yeah. I think it's one of them where the locks might lead in the beginning, yeah. but then Dip said at the end gonna come back and hit them, I hit think, them hard. I think, dip, I think the Dip gonna have it front to back. You know what I'm saying? Really? Like, yeah, because they got too many records, man. They got he said like, front to back. Yeah, front to back, bro. Like if if you put them up, <sighs> like if you there to just listen to lyrics, then the Dip ain't got a chance. But right. if you there to listen to the hit songs song. and the hit songs. Dips, dips that finish. Cause they ain't crazy. got nothing for We Fly High. Nope. Oh boy. They don't got nothing for Oh boy. Shit, man. It's gonna get spooky. It's man. gonna get spooky. Horse and carriage. I don't think he's gonna do it. Yeah, I don't think Cameron playing nothing from Confession of the Fire, I though. I think he's gonna, I think he gonna start with Purple Haze yep. and you yep. know what I mean? All that me. shit with Kanye yep. and all that mm-hmm. shit. He's gonna yep. start with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's gonna be good though, man. Shout out to Swiss Beats and Timbo, man. Dope yeah, platform. Definitely. But you know what was funny? That I seen and a clip came out, 50 Cent, they asked 50 Cent, would he ever do a versus? Mm-hmm. And he said, no. He said, why should I do a versus? That was for the pandemic. Now we out here in these streets, and I don't see a point of doing it. Mm. <laughs> 50 I a see, wild boy. I, yeah, 50 a wild boy. Hey, I see what he's saying, though, because, you know, now the world is back open. But mm-hmm. that platform is so impactful. You know it what I'm is. saying? Really because is. they really bring into life some artists that, man, some of these kids will never know about. Facts. You know, they would have never. Bro, me personally, I would have never seen the Isleys if I didn't watch the verses. I would have never seen them with my own eyes. Right. I would have watched the old YouTube it's videos YouTube or whatever with them. But That's I true. seen them, you know, perform, you know, in my face. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I seen Keith Sweat. You know what I'm saying? Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. That you know, shit was my funny. That shit was classic, bro. Man, Keith Sweat got at him. That, yeah, that. he did. Keith and Sweat. I wanted Bobby to win because I was a big Bobby fan growing up. Me too. But Keith Sweat just he he his bodied on, that nigga. Yeah, he had man. his foot on his He neck. was singing his. He was. Keith Sweat was so good at what he did he that motherfuckers started singing Bobby yeah. Brown songs. I'm like, <laughs> this nigga. That was classic. And and he was talking cash shit the whole the whole night. The whole night. He, he was, was talking. He was talking cash shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. 
So let's talk about this song, man. And we going to premiere the video, Can't Nobody. Tell yeah. me about Can't Nobody and why you feel that's probably arguably a dope-ass song, not only that, but it has such a crazy story behind it. Yeah. Okay, so Can't Nobody is about a woman that I was engaged to. And uh, we was engaged to be married. And um, I was cheating on her with a mistress. And I had a daughter, my daughter, Malaysia. And um, Oh, you cheated and had a baby. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> When Damn, I tell you, what we just talk about fucking up, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we shit. do it to ourselves, right? It's heavy. <laughs> so she court. So how did did you come out and tell her, or she court you? Um, kind of both. I think she was sensing something. Okay, because I was, you know, acting. So she was like baiting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then one time I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna right. you know, let her know." You know what I'm saying? Like this is about that. But it was all in the beginning. It was like first trimester. We talked about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um. You know, I had this baby. Yeah. You know, uh, and everything. You know, this this was this was a girl that I went to high school with, that I was in love with in high school, but we never dated, never really talked or nothing. She was just fucking gorgeous to me in high school, like a like a mermaid. You know, right. majestic. And you know, I had finally got got her. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At like seven years after high school, like random. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like wow. And then we was rocking so hard. She was just my everything. You know what I'm saying? Through the lockups and the out of town she, held, you she down. held me down it was her you know and I fucked up and had this baby on her you know what I'm saying and she left me you know and um you regret it heavy to you think day. about it all the time daily daily yes yeah, it's, it's never it never leaves me I made her do record. you ever call her never call her she's uh she's a MGT in the nation of Islam and um she's married to that FOI brother okay you know what I'm saying so I totally respect everything that she got going on so let me ask you this. So are you part of the FOI? Did you? No, no, no. Okay. No. no okay. No. You know, I just subscribe to their message. Yeah, I do you know, too. It's it's this it's just the, the teachings that they have, you know, they kinda keep me grounded. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and what I'm doing, keep me from wild and doing crazy shit. But um back to the to the joint. Yeah. Like um, so basically mm -hmm. this this song Can't Nobody is about how you feel when you feel empty and you long. Like I said, I got a line in there where I said but through depression manifested my lesson. You know what I'm mm, saying? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. The, through, through depression manifested my lesson. Hey, niggas, go get therapy. Some type, come sit down with DJ Bugsy and talk about it if you got to. You hear what I I'm saying? I appreciate that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all, you ain't got to go see a therapist. Right. But you got to talk about it. You got to get it out some way, somehow, whatever it is you're going through. But yeah, you know, I, I, I went through it. You know, losing the woman that I loved. I've been with you for seven years. We're planning this wedding. You know, everything is... Mm -hmm. Beautiful, you know what I'm saying? And I fucked up, and um. But you got a daughter though. But I got a daughter, so I said, um, I I had my daughter lost you. Call it the gift and the curse. You know what I'm saying? I had my daughter and I lost you. It was a gift and a curse. Curse. It was a gift and a curse, and and, and it's in in essence. Now, how do how's your relationship with your daughter's mother? Like, how was that? Even though that's she knows. that's strenuous. That's the parallel of what we was talking about. You know, you got the woman that supports you, and you got the woman that just want to, <laughs> you know, because. These women, I love y'all, but damn, damn. y'all get a brother's break. You know what Shit. I'm saying? And like, the, and, and, this, and, and what makes it so deep is through the whole thing, you knew what your role is. So on my album, I got a song called Never Over, and it's about the women, my children's mother, right. mothers, you know what I'm saying? And, um, mm -hmm. you know. I told her, you you was my side girl and the whole world knew it. My fiance was flawless. F SJ, I really blew it. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Joy was the layup, and now it was Pat Ewing. You know what I'm saying? Hell, you you know? fucked that up, bro. <laughs> I fucked it up. That was, <laughs> she was a layup. <laughs> I'm Pat Ewing. I fucked that up. You know what I'm saying? And so that shit, crazy, that shit is strenuous, man. It's always a fight. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I couldn't, you know, make a side chick your main bro. It never will work. You know what I'm saying? Like, it never will. I, so I couldn't, you know, wife you because you wasn't to be that position. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so you just decided to have a baby. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it, it is. is. Like, that's that's my daughter, you know? Right. She she in Memphis right now. You know what I'm saying? Waiting on me to get back. So yeah. at the end of the day, that's my world. I wouldn't give her up for nothing. If I had to go through everything that I go through and went through to have her, then it was all worth it. You Thanks. know what I'm saying? Like, I still miss that woman because she she's a part of me, but she's not a bigger part of me than my daughter because my daughter is everything to me. She's my only daughter. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. at the end of the day, you know, it's a gift and a curse. It's, you know, you just yeah. got to... So yeah, introduce the video and yeah, cause we we gonna do the premiere. So it's yes, like uh, hey yo, this is Joby the God. Can't nobody featuring Peter Jericho. It's out right now, streaming on all platforms. It's also on YouTube, man. Go tap into that. You already know what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, bro, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. I want you to tell the people how they can follow you, how they can get your music. You know, what you got coming up next? You about to do a crazy tour. Let the people know. Most definitely. Hey, yo, you can follow me on Instagram at J-O-V-I-D-A-G-O-D. That's J-O-V-I-D-A-G-O-D. The Rebirth album, like I said, is out right now. It's streaming on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Apple. Man, go tap into that if you a real hip-hop head. Can't nobody. Video about to drop, by, um, directed by Will Gates everywhere. Um, I got... On Saturday, I open up for Spinzo in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, College Town. If you out there, come tap in with me. Um, July 31st, I'll be in Medusa, Arizona, opening up for King Louie. If you out there, tap in with me. Shout out to King Louie. Yes, sir. August 6th, I'll be back in Gary, Indiana, opening up for the legendary Benny Siegel, the legendary Freeway State Property. My bros. You already know what's up, so, man, tap in tap in with me right there. You know what I'm saying? And just just stay tuned, man. Everything Jovi the God, you heard? You already know, man. It's your boy DJ Bugsy, Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. Make sure you stream us on all platforms. Make sure you hit us up at Do It For Hip Hop Pod. Hit me up at DJ Bugsy215. Keep it hip hop. Peace. Peace. Peace.